Hey Feasters, and welcome to episode 131, and we've got an amazing show lined up for you today. If you've ever struggled with putting prices on your website, I'm going to share with you ways to do it without actually putting your prices there. Welcome to the Ask Res Podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm here to help you get past those bumps in the road, those struggles, those things that hold you back from building an amazing and profitable freelance business each and every single day. Can I ask you a favor before we jump into today's show? If you are enjoying the show and what I do here, the biggest thanks I can receive is really leaving a show, a review, and five-star ratings over in iTunes. I don't take our time for granted each and every single day. I truly appreciate you putting me into your ears for a few minutes every single day. However, it does take a lot to produce this show each and every single day. So those ratings and reviews do make a difference, not just in the podcast being found, because you hear that all the time from other podcasters as well, but also to show me, I get so much out of hearing your feedback that for me, that's the fuel to my fire. It would mean the absolute world to me if you just take, go ahead and have 38 and a half seconds to head on over to res.com slash iTunes and do so. Now, let's jump into today's show. Should I put my pricing on my website? Well, I want to state first the cases for doing it and for not doing it. The first case is for putting your pricing on your website. Now, the thought here is, is that you want to start to weed out those tire kickers. This is simply to protect your time and profits. See, you have a minimum per project, a minimum value per project. And the last thing that you want to happen is for you to go through the entire sales conversation to get to the point of discussing budget and come to the conclusion that you're miles and miles apart. By putting your pricing up on your website, you eliminate all of that wasted time. Now the case for not putting your pricing on your website, and I argue that it's not really a case. I think it's more of an excuse. But honestly, it's because you don't want to pigeonhole yourself. It's really this fear of missing out that happens here when you know, you start to think that if you put your prices up there and a project comes along that's really a right fit for you and they see your prices, that they're not going to bother with you. They're not going to reach out to you and just decide not to work with you. Whether it's that your prices are lower than their expectation and they get this feeling that, you know, you may not have the experience to do what they need you to do or that you are way out of their league with their budget and can't help them. Like I said, there's a lot of feelings here and you know me, I'm data driven, right? This is a legitimate fear that people have about putting their pricing on their website. But let me ask you a question. Do you ever walk into a store and buy something that doesn't have a price on it? I'll just leave it there. So what I do is I put, prices on my website. Now, don't get me wrong. I do understand that it can be a scary thing and you feel like you're locking yourself in 
or that you can't change the prices during the midst of these conversations because they've already seen the prices on the website. Well, that's completely wrong. There are plenty of times during a sales conversation that I've adjusted the prices up or down to suit the need of the project. Because remember, the project is all about scope. You also run your own business, remember? So you can do things that you need so that your business is profitable. I, like I said, I put my prices on my website because it frames the conversation from the start. If someone has a budget and whether I can fit, fit into or not fit into that budget, then I want them to know that I'm all about not wasting time for myself as well as others. I try to answer any and all questions upfront and as early on in the process as I can. So that's why I put pricing on my website. Now, if you don't want to put pricing on your website, I would encourage you to at least put something that opens up the conversation and addresses your pricing. Stop having conversations with folks that you know want your service for free. And here are five ways that you can do this. One, explain the factors that go into your prices and how those can affect your process. Number two, put a price range on there. You don't have to nail down an actual dollar value, but you can have a range. You can use phrases like, you know, engagements start at $3,500. Number three, it builds trust. It gives the perception that you've done this before. You've been around the block. You understand what goes into a project and you can put a dollar value on it. Number four, without prices, there's this perception that they can't afford it, right? That it's so big that there's going to be sticker shock, right? And finally, number five, and this is a new one that I've seen a lot of people use, is leverage testimonials in a way to frame your prices. So in other words, if you have testimonials from your clients, see if you can start having them talk about what their investment is and their return on their ROI. If you have a question, ask Rez. That's me by leaving me a tweet or heading on over to askrez.com and go ahead and get your own customized playlist of Ask Rez episodes. We're over 130 episodes in at this time, and that's a lot. So you'll want to get that customized playlist that I'll personally build out for you. Until next time, your time to live in the feast.